podcast time, baby. Woo! Welcome to the Sandcast. We're back. We're back. Two weeks in a row. Nobody thought it could be done. They said we couldn't repeat, but here we are, Adam. Here yeah. we are. We showed them haters. That's right. Uh, question mark to start out our time today. Sure. Uh, do you live your life constantly trying to prove the haters wrong? Is that what motivates you as a minister? <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly it. How did you know? Do you Are you dealing with that same thing? Yeah. Uh, well, I feel called by Jesus to prove the haters wrong. That's my calling in the world. Pretty sure that's scriptural. Yeah, that's right. What a great place for us to start today. Uh, really excited that we're doing this again. Uh, you know, we did this a million weeks in a row during the mm-hmm. pandemic, but now we're just sort of getting back in the rhythm. And uh, I'm honored that you're here again. You're not even Dude. part of the Sank, the Sank staff and you're still here. That's just, wow. We should give you an award. You can consider me for the volunteer of the year title, you know? Yes. Actually, that goes to Shannon. Sorry. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We all know that. Anybody listening would know that. Yeah. She gets it. All right. Well, I'm excited here in a little bit. We're going to jump in to dive in deep again into the Lord's Prayer second week. And Mm -hmm. uh, I'm pumped about it. It's great. Dude, when I was researching, um, I had this question that I'm curious to ask you. What was like your first encounter with the Lord's Prayer? I was trying to figure out my history with it, and I'm just curious as to where yours came from. Yeah. I mean, it's, that's a really good question because it's not obvious for me. Hmm. I didn't grow up in much of a liturgical church. And not that this necessarily only takes place in liturgical churches, but... You're going to have to break down liturgical because from someone oh, okay. that only knows liturgical from Menlo... <laughs> I would have thought you were speaking in a different language just now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, thank you for uh, yeah clarifying that because you're right. A lot of people wouldn't even know what that is. But, uh, you know, you have the Catholic Church, you have Lutheran churches, uh, some mainline denominations, I don't know, like Episcopalian, Methodist maybe. Is that a diet? Episcopalian? <laughs> Episcopalian diets? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, dude, have you heard of the new Episcopalian diet? It's uh, all it is, is is the body of bread or the body of Christ. It's just bread and wine. <laughs> it's just bread and wine, but it sustains you, dude. It's great. You can have grapes, wine, mm-hmm. crackers. Yeah, I'm in on that. Yeah, you'll get a Jesus six pack. It's amazing, dude. Ooh. Episcopalian diet. Cool. That's how we're going to get rich and prove all the haters wrong. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> so those kind of churches... Uh, are often called liturgical churches. Even, you know, not every church in those denominations are all the same, of course, but Mm -hmm. uh, liturgy is like a common uh, kind of worship service. might be the easiest way to explain it to folks listening. Like, if you're in a high liturgical church, you probably have a pretty set structure every week. Like, if you go to the Catholic Church every week, uh, there'll be something that's said at the beginning, and then second thing, there'll be... You know, something else takes place, and then you'll do communion in the same way that they do it every single week. And so they're sort of written out rules, uh, in a way, of a worship service, which, you know, growing up, I thought that was so boring and weird and was so mm-hmm. glad that wasn't what I grew up with. But then since then, uh, through seminary and some other stuff, I've attended some liturgical churches, and I, I, I get a lot of value from them. I don't know. Have you been to a church like that, a service like that? <coughs> a handful? Um, okay. It's usually when I'm visiting or going with a friend to to that. I 
I kind of had the same view on it as well, where it felt like legalistic in a way. Yes, right. Growing right, right, up. Right. Yep. And that was, it, and that legalism felt impersonal. And, I'm, yep. and my relationship with God was always based more towards personal. Mm-hmm. But now I, I really value that. I think there's something with tradition and something yep. with knowing that you're in alignment with a lot of other people as well. Um, that's Agreed. cool. And yeah. also in alignment, I think it, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't it based off the like liturgical calendar is based off yeah. of what was happening during that time of the year when yep. Jesus was present? Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And I didn't, okay. you're right. I didn't even mention that part. Like, yeah, most liturgical churches will follow uh liturgical calendar. I have a hard time saying that word right now, by the way. Um, but the calendar, yeah, it's a full year of uh, basically a lot of churches. Not Menlo doesn't do this very strictly, but uh, like you know, we follow Easter and Christmas. But then there's tons of different uh, placeholders in throughout the year that a lot mm-hmm. of churches will follow, like mm-hmm. Pentecost or uh, there's Trinity Day. <laughs> That's not what it's called. Really? But, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, but yeah, to, to your point, some of them follow like the Jewish um, feast in um, yeah. It's, I, and I agree. There's something really cool about that, that I do think um, some younger generations might be ironically more interested in because we've been so free-flowing. Yeah. It might be might be cool to come back to that. Um, but so with the Lord's Prayer, that's in more liturgical churches, that's often a piece of it. At a certain point in the liturgy, it'll be time to stand up and say the Lord's Prayer together, which oh, we've been doing that okay. at Sank, which has been really cool to do that out loud every week. It feels maybe, a, you know, a new new liturgy for us. Interesting. That's cool. Yeah. Like yeah. That. But to your question, I didn't grow up in a church like that, similar to you. So I, I'm sure we did pray it out loud in church. I just don't ever remember doing that. Mm-hmm. Certainly not very often. But I, I, I remember my parents, you know, reading it to me. We we did read the Bible a lot in my family, and I read it a lot. And I think... Maybe the best way to describe it for me, and a lot of the Bible, if I'm honest, was almost like magical incantation sometimes, okay. <laughs> where it's like, I didn't take it as just a model of Jesus trying to communicate principles of how to pray and sort of direct your prayers. I, I sort of took it as like, uh, here's the magic words, and if you say it in this way, <clears throat> excuse me, yep. Uh, that that will somehow be the correct and perfect way, and so it, for a while, truly, I I would not address God as anything but Father, because mm. I was just like, well, Jesus said only to, only say Father, and so uh, yeah, so I think growing up again with a lot of the Scripture, I just took it as like, oh, okay, if Jesus said this, then I got to pray it exactly like that. So I'd, sometimes I just say the Lord's Prayer, uh, thinking it might somehow magically make things work <laughs> correctly. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. how about you? What was your experience with it? Well, mine was <laughs> a lot less holy than that answer. Uh, <laughs> so uh, not recommending this movie unless you're into the same kind of movies I am. If so, then okay. uh, Boondock hey, Saints. Do you ever remember watching oh, yeah. that movie? Dude, we're all adults here, man. Yeah. So Boondock Saints had this part where they would pray this prayer before they like assassinated someone basically. Yep. yep. And I was like, I like that was really (laughs) cool to like, I don't know, seventh or eighth grade Mark at the time. And so I was like, is there anything like that in the Bible where people would pray it and like be in like a cool club. And so that's kind of when I started to look at different parts of, of prayer 
Mm-hmm. And when I, I think it, it was right along that time when the church I was doing kind of did the same thing, a, a little study on the Lord's Prayer. Hmm. And so that was the, what piqued my interest and kept my interest was interesting. that movie. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, that's good. I hadn't thought of that movie in forever. And okay, so you're right. Like when I go outside of sort of the Christian realm, now that you mention it, we always said the Lord's Prayer before basketball games and football games. So I, I played sports like I know you did. Interesting. Yeah. And so at least in the South, that's a common thing. Like any, pretty much every oh, team, you okay. get together, you hold hands and you pray the Lord's Prayer, which is, <laughs> oh. I, man, I didn't know we'd get this deep into it, but I'm glad you're bringing it up because I remember in high school praying that prayer sort of on behalf of our team, like, come on, God, bless on. us you, on this, in know. this game. <laughs> You know your you know your will is is that we're gonna win for the Laverne Tigers to win exactly without even thinking through the paradox that uh, the other team was praying the exact same (laughs) prayer. (laughs) So whoever wins, it's that's who God likes the most. Well, that's probably you know you wanted to say it exactly right so that when the other team didn't say it exactly right, you were like on the you know the best side of that. Yeah, that's right. They didn't mean it from their hearts. Like Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. they didn't memorize it. Yeah, and I, man, I, I, it was a great. That's a great question to start our conversation because I do think that's like we can go on both sides of the spectrum, right? Like on one side, we can just ignore something like this and just say, "Well, this is silly. I'm just going to pray however I want to pray, or just not pray at all." Sure. Yeah. Or we can go on the flip side, where it's it is such a routine. It is so like it's just something you do without really thinking about it, which would be the sports case, like or. Just praying it before you shoot somebody, that might not be <laughs> thinking through it in the right way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it's a, uh, man, so interesting to think about. Well, today we're talking about the second part. Last week we talked about Our Father in Heaven. Mm-hmm. Great conversation. Really good. Uh, oh, well, it's not that good. You know, mm. it was okay. My side was good. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, today we're talking about the second line, hallowed be your name. Hallowed be your name. Uh, I mentioned this week at Sank, I was like, part of what's weird sometimes is we just don't talk like this anymore. Right. You know, like right. we're good buddies. I would, and <laughs> let's say, you know, you said something real clever or we had a good time hanging out. How weird would it be if I was like, man, Mark, great is your name, dude. <laughs> What would you say if I said that? I, I don't know. I think you're starting to pray a prayer before you're going to kill me or something, to be honest. <laughs> so, Right. So deep concern for your yes. well-being. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We just mentioned that. It's like, it's like so funny. We never talk. Like in the Bible, that's how you would talk. Uh, your name was something you might say. Uh, but of course, we mean, in this case, the essence and character would have been the way they meant that. Um, So just wanted to point that out from the beginning. When we break this down, hallowed be your name. It's not saying the actual name of God. Maybe that's a piece of it, but it's like more hallowed be you. Hallowed be Mm -hmm. your character, your essence, everything that you are. Um, And then we broke down at Sank. Hallowed, uh, again, (laughs) not a word. I don't know. Do you use that word a lot? Uh, May or may not have had to look that up. Okay, good. You don't like after a good meal. You're not like, man, that salmon was hallowed. Yeah, probably wouldn't say that. Maybe Halloween okay. at the end of October, <laughs> but that's about it. 
<laughs> well done, dude. Your dad jokes are on point. I can't wait for you. I know, to have I kid. You're, you're ready. Maybe to it's because I'm dog sitting. I'm just like in like the <laughs> semi parent mindset. But That's I don't right. know, man. Hallowed ween. Oh yeah, my kids would love that. Uh, yeah, so hallowed means uh, holy, set apart. Comes from the Greek word hagios. And so when we think about holy, we think of just different other than. And I shared a story uh, at Sank about the Grand Canyon and visiting that. And and mm. that's always a good lens for me to think of, you know, again, holy is not even a word. We really we might toss it around for certain things, but we don't talk about it in normal right. day circumstances. Right. But holy, uh, through the lens of awesome and um, just mind-blowing, amazing. And so we talked about like the Grand Canyon or Pacific Ocean, those kind of things. So maybe just to start our conversation, like, what is it for you, man, that, that causes you to have that, that deep reverence mm-hmm. where you're just like, whoa, I, I'm just, yeah. What is it in your life? Dude, I think that that Grand Canyon or anything mm-hmm. in nature really, but I think it really kind of speaks to why I feel like this was an important thing to have right after father in heaven for the prayer is Ooh, because good. like when you go to a place like the Grand Canyon or Yosemite or the ocean, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you're like, wow, this is insane. And then your mind just, or at least my mind will go one step further and say, there has to be something behind this. Totally. Like this Me is too. crazy. So for us to address, you know, <clears throat> God as father in the first part of mm-hmm. the prayer, there's a closeness, there's a tangibility there. There mm-hmm. is a like, okay, like it's very personal, like you're seeing it. And then the next step is, but wait, it's not just yeah. that. Like there's yes, so yes, much yes. more behind it. So yes, That's I just good. called you father, but father is just scratching the surface at mm-hmm. what it would mean to call you that and address you as that. So. Dude, so good. Yeah. I love that point. And they, they just work so well in a relationship because uh, as you were talking about, you know, Yosemite, I've never been to, by the way. Don't judge me, everybody. I'm trying to get there this fall. Maybe to start you like a Patreon or a GoFundMe to get your family to Yosemite. Are you joking? <laughs> okay, yes. Let's start Patreon uh, for the St. Cast. I'm pretty sure we'd be fired for that, by the way. Just saying. Yeah, don't, don't donate to Adam. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like all the examples you mentioned, I'm right there with you. Pacific Ocean might be my the biggest one for me. Mm-hmm. And like you said, I'm my, I, that's up where mind go, my mind goes to, where sure, it could happen by accident if you want to believe that, but my mind certainly <laughs> tells me like, wow, this big, this grand, beautiful, something is behind that. And I think for me, it can, there's a healthy respect, but there, there can also be like a fear <clears throat> and an awe that is like, wow, uh, who am I? And almost create just some some fear, right? But then, mm-hmm. like you just said, in relationship with that first part, it's like the the perfect circular relationship because it's like yes, a big God that deserves that reverence and fear, but also a God that's a good Father mm-hmm. that is looking out for me. And so the fear mm-hmm. can turn into more reverence and respect, and less of like a crazy huge God that could just stomp me at any time. <clears throat> Yeah, that's a great point. And I think that it both addresses that feeling of fear or like what it means to fear the Lord, like that kind of concept of 
this guy can do anything he wants, yet he he cares. And yes. so there's like a tension there that's weird. Yes. And yeah, yeah sorry, you go. Yeah, no, yeah, spot on. It's like, yeah, we need to have both of those pieces. If, um, mm-hmm. if God is just a, a, a loving father that is like an earthly father, uh, it doesn't fully explain the power and the might and uh, the need to be worshipped, right? Because it's like... Right. We worship him because of his love and his kindness, for sure. But we also worship him because he's other than us. He's way different. He's holy. Yeah. He's separate and different than us. Um, yep. Something we talked about. Oh, go, 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 go. And yeah, and that is like a, like, that's basically a preface for everything that's to come. That's right. Because you don't want, like, just a father figure because we all know how that can be broken or not perfect. Mm-hmm. But then you also don't want this big distant ethereal God that's out in the ether of the multiverse, yeah, yep. you know? And so, <laughs> right. and so for those two to be combined, that's almost bridging the gap between something that we can just barely scratch the surface of understanding mm-hmm. and make that tangible enough to say, okay, with, with those two things in a relationship with each other, I'm willing to submit that that will and that, that thinking perspective, whatever is bigger than mine, and so we want that to come. Yes. So for me, those two good, lines good. really like justify why we should be praying the prayers too. Yep. Not just who the yes. person is. Right, right, right. And if and as we're praying, like how amazing I don't do this all the time, but how amazing is it if you can hold both of those at once yeah. as you're praying? It's like I'm praying right. to a God that is immeasurably more than I can imagine and powerful, so He could do anything. So I can mm-hmm. have confidence as I pray, but I'm also holding that reality that he deeply cares for me and he's watching out for me. Yeah, that's beautiful, yes. man. Uh, I lo- love to talk about, um, get your, your thoughts on, um, <clears throat> we talked about on Sunday, the the tension for us as peop- as Christians and many of us just being around church and God for a long time. We talked about this line, uh, familiarity can breed disinterest, and how the things that we're familiar with, um, maybe they once were awesome, but as we get more familiar with them, we start getting disinterested. We talk about that happens in a lot of marriages. It's like first time you see that other person, you're just blown away in the first you know, six months, you're just in awe. And then over time, like how many marriages 10 years in? It's like, oh yeah, that's just the person I live with. You know, you're sort of sure. you've lost that. Or we talked about a uh, a friend of mine used to live in the Bahamas, and now they're just not a huge fan of the beach or the ocean because <laughs> okay. they're just like, yeah. you know, they just got a little yeah. tired of it. So, yeah. point being, like, we talked about like how how can we become the kind of people to see the awesomeness, the the beauty, the majesty of God. Not just when we occasionally go to Yosemite mm-hmm. or we go to a big worship service or big retreat, mm-hmm. but to see God in the holy moments that are like small, to see him in the mundane, like everyday routine and, and to see him in, when things aren't going great. So right. yeah, any thoughts on that? Like how, any tips or even just um, struggles you have of like recognizing the holiness of God in just the everyday. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I think a lot of us here 
are very driven go-getter, like let's freaking do this thing kind yep. of people. Yep. And because of that, just naturally our pace of life is mm-hmm. speed. It's, it's all sped up. And so it's a little bit of being around the same things all the time. But for me, it's the perspective of, can I slow down and just Ooh. recognize what is good on yes. the day to day? That's good. Like, I think practicing Sabbath, there is a season. Mm-hmm. I, I got out of the habit, really want to get back into it, of putting the phone away on Friday night, mm-hmm. not looking at a screen, trying to purposefully not do anything all of Saturday. Anything being like, I don't know, like running errands or, or busy, but like I can go to the beach or, or do whatever, mm-hmm. things that are mm-hmm. life-giving to me. And just that little break of pace yes. will make me rethink the next six days. That's good. And so I think if we can recognize what perspective we're carrying into or just naturally have on, like what lens we're looking through the world in, mm-hmm. I think that kind of will make a lot of things that are really beautiful just yeah. normal. That's so, so good, dude. I love that. I love the the idea of slowing down. Um, yeah, I, I think of us all as kids and really young kids, yeah. even yeah. before, you know, we have a lot of memories of like, we were much more able or ready to see just the beauty all around us. So like, good. Everything's awesome. Every new color, every, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, my mm-hmm. daughter found a caterpillar the other day and put it in a jar and it started making a chrysalis last week. Whoa, and cool. it sort of put me in that childlike state again, because, you know, a lot of the stuff I see, it's like, yeah, I've seen it before whatever. But in that moment, as the kids were just like going crazy, like, oh my gosh, it turned into a chrysalis. Mm-hmm. I sort of had that too. I was like, this is amazing. Like this yeah. insect right. that doesn't matter and is tiny is performing this unbelievable miracle of transformation. And it all that kind of stuff's happening all the time, mm-hmm. but we're just so used to it. And we, like you said, we don't slow down. We're, we've we've got to get to the next project and the next sure. success. Mm. That's great, man. I, I love that childlike imagery as well, where, I don't know, you're, you're a parent, and I'm sure that mm-hmm. there are things that disinterest you or you would find completely mm-hmm. like, why are you looking at that for so oh, long? Yeah. But your kids oh are probably just yes. enthralled in that. Yes. Oh, totally, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Especially my youngest right now, because they start, you can see them start going out of that as well. But yeah, my mm-hmm. two-year-old, he'll play trains for hours and he'll just keep saying, play trains, daddy, play trains. He's like, thinks it's the best and most fun experience. And I try my hardest. I'm like, I want to be here with you a minute. And then after a while, you're just like, okay. Yeah. We just keep going over the same bridge, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. Yeah. Well, I love the the Sabbath piece. Um, I feel like that's that alone is just a great simple tip. Tip from the top is what I'll call it because you're sure. from the top. <laughs> but like a, a quick little practice. That's not even little. It's uh, something God gave us from the Old Testament, so it's not little. It's huge. Mm-hmm. But so many of us neglect that, including me. Uh, and I, I would say to add on to that too is like, it's not just the once a week Sabbath. It's the Sabbath mentality. It's the Absolutely. every day should have a piece of Sabbath to it where I slow down and I remember sort of reflect and I look around. That's good, man. And I think that 
just it, it allows you to kind of take a step back from your own life and mm. reassess what what again we've got grown accustomed to. Like for example, yes. before before I actually practiced a lot of that and, and that perspective, I would buy something on Amazon like three times a week, probably <laughs> at least. Just little things, this or that. Like, oh, I need yeah, this. Yeah, that. Yeah. And then after that, it's like, do I really need, like, am I really buying that because I need it? Or am I buying it because that advertisement showed me a picture of happiness and that's really what I wanted to buy? Ooh, yes. Like, th- yep. is that advertisement selling the product or is that advertisement selling a lifestyle or that's a right. vibe or whatever, however you want to say that? Mm-hmm. And slowing down allowed me to recognize, hey, I have things that will make me happy. And they're just over there because I've already had them and I'm used to this. Yes, but, right. you know, maybe this hobby that I tried out for a week and then, pat, and then moved on to the next thing, like maybe I should just really dive into that. Or maybe I don't even really need another thing. Yep. Yep. Maybe. Yeah. So. Yes, man. Yeah. Like marketing is built on that, right? That's their whole purpose is to make people dissatisfied. Mm-hmm. In order to feel like if I do this, if I buy this, then I will be content. It will fill that emptiness. Yeah, there's this uh, phrase I wrote down years ago that uh, just simply says, you have everything you need in this moment. And I just it's love good. that because it, it, like you said, even beyond the things mm-hmm. that we do have, it's just like if we believe God is who he is, and his spirit is present with us, it's like in this moment, he is with me. And I have all that I need and sort of practicing that a little bit. I think going off of what you just, you just said, I, I was thinking too about how when we say hallowed be your name, holy, awesome is your character, who you are. Mm-hmm. That's a form of worship. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times we've sort of messed up worship a little bit and we've made worship about um, a one-hour service Partly, but also like we worship when we feel like it. We worship when things are going well. And I was thinking or, about, or we worship yeah. to pick us up. Like we worship, yes, yes, give me because like, we want to get something out of it. Yeah. Like I need to like, feel closer to God, and I connect with God in worship. So I'm going to sing because I need that. And that's not what worship's about at all. Totally, dude. Yes, I've never been guilty of that, but I'm sure other people. Have. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I've heard some people deal with that. Uh, yes, that's so good, man. And I, I was just thinking as you were talking, um, like part of what helps me really worship is when I remember all of the things that God has already done and is doing. Yeah. And that's, you know, it's sort of tying all this stuff together that you've said is like, partly that just takes me slowing down. Maybe it's writing something down or maybe just really digging deep and reflecting of like, my goodness, like all the things God has done for me, truly, like that sounds a little cheesy, but it's just so true. Like, A, I'm alive. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, B, I've got these relationships that are just unbelievable. I got, you know, I can point out different relationships. I can think of, uh, man, (laughs) my job. I can think of, you know, I can just go through a list and all of a sudden I'm like, man, God, thank you. Like, Mm -hmm. and and all of a sudden I, I go from a place of, like you mentioned that that uh, dissonance that I, I there's something missing that if I get something else then I'll be happy, and all sure. of a sudden I change my perspective and I start seeing how good God has been, how faithful He has been, and then I start responding I think more appropriately with worship because it's like 
Hmm. Man, I'm just grateful. And you are a good Mm -hmm. and awesome God. So, yeah, that was just just a thought. I think that's a great thought. And what I find interesting about that is that order in which you listed, first, you're here. Second, you have people around you. Hmm. And I think that that whether you you meant it or not, I think it should be in that order. Mm. Like we should have people around us because that will help us again align our perspective, align yep. our hearts, to be able to get through work, to be able to then like worship appropriately. And it's really hard to do that out of order. Like, yes, that's real good, dude. That's real good. Well, uh, we're gonna wrap up. A- pretty soon here, but any other last thoughts on hallowed be your name? Any challenges for our millions of listeners? Millions. (laughs) (laughs) I would just say this week, if you can try to slow down, try to slow down and recognize the blessings in which we have and the areas in which we can grow and what we truly need to grow in those areas. Is it something else? Is it, or is it a thing? Like, I don't know. Mm Mm-hmm. What does that look like? And mm-hmm. and then again, if we're going to kind of tie that to that community piece, if you do do some reflection, <laughs> <do, do. laughs> if you do some reflection about that, share it with someone that yes. you that and good and bounce that bounce that around with your community and see if that That's can good, lead you towards. Yeah, I love that. Something I love that man. Yeah, slow down. I couldn't agree more. I'm going to take that as well. Slow down. And for me, and maybe for some people listening, part of the slow down is observe, like look around, like mm-hmm. maybe you're not at the Pacific Ocean this weekend. Maybe it's just a tree. Maybe it's, um, you know, looking around at the past or just looking around at the blessings. Slow down and just see all that God is doing in that moment. And then, dude, love that you brought in the community piece. You know, you and I have already talked about this and we'll talk about it further down the road, but this prayer is not meant to be just about me. It's not mm-hmm. a selfish prayer. It's a communal prayer. It's us together. And so, man, I'm, I'm so glad you mentioned that. We should be journeying with this stuff with other people. Absolutely. Nice. That's our design to do life. That's right. And you've got a weekly um, Twitch meeting, right, that you throw <laughs> for anybody that wants to join. Big streams. Yeah. <laughs> it's where we... uh it's actually really fun. It's uh, We look back at all of Adam's old sermons, and we just break them down. So join me on there. Super exciting. We're going to make a compilation soon and uh, Dude, with highlights. That's, that's actually a weirdly fun idea of us just going back and respond. What are those called? The, are they response videos? Or, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We should do some of those of some old saying stuff. That would be That'd hilarious. Be really fun. See, what I was trying to say here was. (laughs) (laughs) What I meant to draw was. Oh, yeah. That's great. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. We've got uh, hundreds of more of these coming, so don't don't ever miss one. Keep inviting so we can go from millions to trillions. (laughs) We're going to skip on billions and just go straight to trillions. Yep. Thanks for listening, everybody. Slow down. Thanks, everybody. And be in community, talk about this. See you guys.